Hello and welcome to the first ever Car Week podcast. I'm Connor. I'm Joe. And I'm Jack. And in this podcast we'll be discussing everything cars. We'll be having car debates, we'll be talking about new cars coming out, and just generally all about cars. We'll be also discussing motorsport, anything to do with cars, it will be here. Uh, so in this podcast we'll be discussing some new cars coming out, like the Datamaso, the Janarelle, is that how you pronounce it Jack? Yeah, the Jamarelli. The Jamarelli and the new Corvette. And in car debate this time, we'll be putting up some 2010 uh, hot hatchbacks. I've chosen the VW Golf GTI Mark V. Jared, you've chosen? Uh, The 2010 Mini Cooper S. And I've got the uh, Clio RS. So yeah, should be an interesting podcast. And uh, since it's a new podcast, we don't know our uploading schedule. What we're planning on doing is filming roughly every Monday over the weekend and uploading every Wednesday. So that way, if there is a Formula One race or any race weekend, we can then get it in the podcast, talk about it, discuss our views on everything. And then it will be all up and ready on a Wednesday for for all of you to uh, view and watch and uh, listen. Yeah, so hopefully by uploading on that time, we should get most of the news from the last week. That's our main aim. And also yeah, to yeah. keep up with our uh, uploading, we have a twi- we have a Twitter and an Instagram, which is at Car Week Podcast on both, both of them on both Twitter and uh, Instagram. So we'll be posting up there when when the uh, podcast will be going live, when we're filming the podcast, and if you just generally want to interact with us, send us DMs or anything that you might want to see on the podcast. You can do it also on there. Yeah, all of that's welcome. Oh, everything's yeah. welcome. Any advice, anything you want to see. You name it, we'll try and do it. So, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, the first topic on today's agenda is general car news. And, Jared, do you want to start us off? Uh, Yeah. So, what I've I've seen uh, recently is an article about, uh, because everyone knows that Ferrari does a lot, like, one-off car every so often. And they're um, making a one-off car called um, called the P80C. And the SP3JC, which is based off the 4488 GT3 race car. And, uh, like, and, like, yeah, uh, it's been said that this car will take between two, two and a half to three years to make one, meaning that, like, there's a five year waiting list, which is, which is why it's got this article. Yeah. What's the betting he's going to do about 500 laps of the Nürburgring before he even hits the roads? <laughs> <laughs> That's all they're going to go for, yeah, is but the, the fastest Nürburgring lap. And yeah, like, oh, yeah, the, by the way, everyone's got to, I don't Yeah, know. but the thing is, though, that uh, they can do that because the car's not going to be road legal. Is it uh, not going to be road legal? <laughs> nope. Who's <laughs> oh, <laughs> buying them, man? Is it going to be like the uh, 599... Uh, yeah, the FXK as well. FXX, where you have to buy it, you yeah. don't actually get it in your garage. Then Ferrari will take it to a track for you when you with say you want with well. a pit crew when you want to go out. I just can't see why would you want to buy a car and as, not own it. I don't understand yeah, it because from like if the, you have the money to spend because from tr- the picture it, it does look like a really nice car. Oh, it looks beautiful. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like the rear end, Ferrari the doing the style. But like it is just ridiculous. Someone's gonna spend millions on that. And not gonna drive on the road. Yeah, them <laughs> Italian fellows, you know, oh, strange yeah. little people. Yeah, they are. Okay, so I have some which I think is very exciting news to bring to the table, and that is that it's confirmed by the head of BMW M that the new M3 and M4 will both have manual transmission. Thank stick shift. God. And there's also oh, gonna be a four-wheel drive option. 
But what this is a quote. He said, because an automatic transmission is just faster. You can ask any race driver. But the manual is what gives the vehicle character. Which it's, I can it's agree drive, with. It's exactly. driver feel when you have a manual. You're, you're more in control and you f- just feel better. And that's what I want. I'm, you know, getting a new M3 yeah. If you're going to buy an M3, what is it like? 30 grand for an M3 or something? I, I'm not sure. A new th- one's probably like, what, 35 to 40? I say, I you're spending 30 grand on a car. You want that car feel when you, you're in there. You've got the, you got the You want to feel uh, like stick. you're driving what you've spent your money on. Oh, exactly. Not just sort of guiding it. But I don't exactly know how I feel about an all-wheel drive M3 or an M4. It does say it's only an option, but I mean, imagine the handling. Oh, it, pro- it probably handles. Imagine the driving experience, only four-wheel drive and a stick shift. I mean, BMW aren't going to make a bad car like that. Uh, no. <laughs> They'll have the same interior, but <laughs> 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 apart from that. No, but just oh, four-wheel drive, anyone? Oh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, and what I've found recently, I've, I'm a big fan of Swedish supercars, so I, naturally I like Koenigsegg. I like the uh, Agera, the one-to-one, and the Regera RS. And now... Koenigsegg are coming out with a new car called the Jesco. It is has 1,578 brake horsepower, twin turbo V8, 5 litre. And what they're hoping is it will be a competitor to the Turon. Because that naturally the Turon does... It looks the part. It looks the part, exactly. But the Turon does 300 miles per hour and none of the other Koenigseggs have managed to hit that. I think the 300 fast, miles an hour. Yeah, the, the fastest they've got so far is 277. This... They're hoping that what they've done theoretically in the wind tunnels and everything else yeah. is got it over 300 miles per hour. That's ridiculous. Yeah, with its uh, 1,578 brake horsepower, it's an auto- automatic. <laughs> tra- yeah, well, it's an automatic transmission as well. Yeah. Nine-speed gearbox. The gearbox also is 90 ki- uh, kilograms lighter than the Turons. Mm-hmm. It also, with that massive wing on the back and the big front splitter, produces yeah. 500 kilograms when it's going full blast of downforce. So yeah. it's going to stick to the roads as well. It's going to be a bit like a Senna yeah, going around yeah. the track. It's I gonna... mean, I'd hope it sticks. <laughs> like, going it, 300. If it's not going <laughs> to stick, then you're far away. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it's, it'll be I an know, entertaining uh, thing. But, yeah. yeah. I know that this would be a little bit of a run, but, like, I would, literally today I would watch the video on, like, um, stuff about, like, like how Koenigsegg uh, had started and everything. Yeah. And it was interesting to find out that, um, that in... Their first ever concept for I don't exactly know what their first car was, yeah. but it was meant to have a Subaru flat twelve Formula One engine. <laughs> <laughs> but it That's turns out in the se- in the season when that engine was being run, so it was in the nineties, it kept failing on every race. <laughs> 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 oh, reliable! Don't we all love it? Yep. <laughs> we're going back to the Jesco. It's going to cost you three million if you want to buy one. I'm out. <laughs> and, they're, <laughs> and they're only making 125 of them. So uh, get your orders in quickly if you're going to buy a Jesco. <laughs> so next, I'm going to talk about some new cars. And these aren't necessarily in the past week, but as it's the first podcast, these are new to this day. And the first is the Detomasso P72. There's only 72 of these being made is worldwide. Is Detomasso their own company? Yes. So uh, this is a little anecdote. When we went to BHP Car Show, there was this one dude, he was really, it's just this old guy, and he was sitting with this old sports car, 
and he had old racing overalls. He was sitting on a chair by himself eating. Yeah, do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. And was he, on the, the, yeah, was he yeah. the one on the hill? Yeah, and he was yes. just sitting with his race car. That was an old Detomasso. So this is, they haven't made cars since. I, I think they, they made t- one they concept car. Them. And this is their comeback model, which I think looks impressive. It looks really, it almost looks like the GT40 that won the Le Mans. Yeah. 24 it's, hour. It's just yeah. got that body style shape to it. It looks really nice. So it's full mm. carbon chassis and like a monocell like construction. For, and it's 750,000 euros they expect it to be. Yeah. Proper manual transmission. And one thing that I think to take note, uh, anyone watching video will see if you're what if you're on audio basically the interior is a lot of leather and then everything else is a lot of analog rose gold so the fact that it's analog to me means that this is going to be a classic for years to come do you know what it sort of looks like it looks like it just belongs somewhere in monaco like in the casino like yeah it's like a little art piece just a little art piece just that that, it's like an armchair with a gear lever on it it's it's mad i do urge you to look it up online because the interior is crazy there's so much it's a beautiful you know what beautiful car the interior reminds me of um the one that that uh was in the bugani huaira like with the um exposed um gear linkages you mean the expo- the um, uh, dining cabinet on wheels? <laughs> that the fancy, the yes, fancy dining cabinet. The fancy on dining cabinet. And I'm pretty sure I saw on their Instagram there was a picture with. If I can find it, I'll put it in. It was just like without anybody, and a lot of the like mechanics work suspension was also made like it was rose gold as well. <laughs> so like everything under the body is rose gold, and yeah, it made its debut at Goodwood. And I think it's going to be a classic for years. The, the attention to detail, making everything even under the body rose gold. Yep. But yeah, seventy-two being made worldwide. So. Seventy, only seventy-two. And I mean, it starts at it's seven hundred fifty thousand euros, but I, for sure, it's going to be a classic, a hundred percent. Definitely. Looks, so, and especially looks, if only seventy-two. It looks the part as well, to be fair. Okay, and the next car is called. I think it's called the Janarelli. Saw it on an Instagram advert and it did impress me. And so this is a they make sports car man. It's a sports car manufacturer for today's gentleman drivers, is what they say. It's UAE based, has three hundred twenty five brake horsepower and is only eight hundred ten kilograms. So supercar performance, but it's quite like a classic in its specs as a V six six speed. And if I was to describe it, I would say it's like an old AC Cobra, like a modern day one. So it's got those two headlights like on the body. It's small, two seater, long bonnet, lot yeah, of like the, um, like the roofed one that was like in like late GT and like Le Mans or something, somewhere yeah. around that time. It does look like it's going to be a classic though. Like it has the classic feel, but it is also it modern. Definitely looks like it comes straight out of like the nineteen eighties or something. Mm-hmm. And looking on their website, as much as it's like a race car, they also were putting a lot of emphasis on like being a road trip car. So, like, it's got comfortable interior. You could, like, sit in it for a while. The transmission isn't too aggressive. Is it front-engine rear-wheel drive? Or uh, I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm, I mean, it's going to be, surely. I was going to say, just yeah. looking at it, it looks front-engine rear-wheel drive. With the length of that bonnet. Drive. Exactly, yeah. Well, the interior front is, engine. I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm not a fan. It's, the like, the steering wheel, you'd have thought with, like, because on that pitch has an exposed gear linkage as well, and they don't always do that. That's just an option. I don't well, know if I'm not sure an do you want to see your gearing. <laughs> uh, the the dashboard is literally just all carbon with four switches 
a hazard button and a start switch. You can't say it's not simplistic. It is very <laughs> simplistic, but I yeah. feel like they could have done some more. But maybe, I mean, this is, I'm pretty sure, their first design. Does so. it even have a radio in it? If it's going to be oh, if it's it. gonna be a touring car, like they say they want yeah, it to be, grand tour. Um, any sort of comfort and convenience mm. in the car? Or, I don't know. But going uh, back to that exposed gear linkage, I bet you have to pay extra just to have other panels removed to see your gear yeah. linkage. <laughs> I don't exactly where you see you're paying your money for that, but you know. I couldn't find a price, but um, yeah, that's the just Generelli Design One, and I think I think it's like a modern day AC Trogon. It yeah. looks lovely, don't get me wrong, but for a touring, if they want it to be a touring car, it's just the put a bit more comfort done. into it because it it looks like a Cessna Elemento, like with the seat design. It's just like a bucket with padding. Bits mm-hmm. of bits of foam, bits of foam over carbon fiber. That's literally what it looks like. Bucket, like yeah, that's a seat. Yeah. And for everyone watching on YouTube, do you see that little pocket in front of the gear stick? And for everyone listening, in front of the gear linkage, there's almost like it's just like a little leather pocket. I don't know what goes in there. <laughs> do you see it? Phones, wallets, something. I don't know. No, that that, that is your whiskey hole because you have <laughs> to be a true gentleman oh, driving the car. Actually, you got to be a true gentleman doing drink driving. The dials is. is there's like four dials in one up there. <laughs> what speed are we doing? I can't tell. There's too many dials in one screen. <laughs> oh. So the next new car is something that has actually surprised me and impressed me. And it's the Corvette C8 Stingray. 6.2 litre V8, 495 brake horsepower. 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds. So that that is compared okay. to modern day supercars. Not that is bad fast. for something That's American. That's quick. That <laughs> something <laughs> American. <laughs> well, to uh, be fair to the Americans, they what is it? The uh, Chev- Camaro? What is it? Which one? The Camaro. Oh, the oh, new... the one on Grand Tour. Yeah, the one on Grand. The Camaro. What was was it? it the Executional? Was that the? No. I, I know what you're on about. It's on the Grand Tour episode yeah, where had, they're in Detroit. It it had a thousand brake horsepower. But they did not grade any suspension, any or any brakes or anything. So, so essentially, they've been like, "Here's a load of horsepower. You're not going to be able to stop, and you're not going to be able to control the car. Good luck." I, I feel like they're gonna have they done that with this, or have they actually given as you suspension? As far as I know, I think uh, they they haven't. I think this is going to be like, as in they have actually thought about it. It's coming out in 2020, and I I think it's going to be incredible. Uh, eight speed dual clutch. I think a lot of people are going to buy this as well. Because it's only what well, it says. They say starting at less than sixty thousand. Less than sixty thousand dollars. I know with two point eight naught to sixty. What was it? V eight or V eight? V eight. Yeah. What say? It had to that be is some ridiculous power for the money. I was it had to be somewhat American with a V eight. But do you know what that makes me wonder? If you can get a two point eight second naught to sixty in a car for under sixty thousand dollars, there's petrol. Like, to compete with that, all the other manufacturers, what are they going to do? I don't think you can compete with that at that point. Is this going to be like a benchmark where other manufacturers are then going to be starting to make these incredible cars? I mean, they they all have to come out really cheaply. All I'm going to say is, though, the money you save on buying the car... Are you just gonna put straight back into it with all the petrol you put into it? Petrol time. I mean, the amount of time, the amount of times you do the naught to sixty in two point eight seconds—that's like a gallon of fuel gone. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm trying to think of things in the UK that are because sixty thousand dollars, I would guess, is what about fifty k in pounds or something. Round to the translation, somewhere around there. Yeah. 50, so yeah, let's say that. let's say for about fifty grand, what can you get in the UK? You could probably get like a F Type R, a new one. 
Yeah, something yeah. like that. Probably um, BMW, like an M Sport BMW. Yeah, like an M5 or something. Could you get a C63 AMG? Are they just below? I think they're about 40-something. Oh, you could get... Well, I mean, I just think that for that performance, I reckon a lot of people are going to have Especially these. Americans, because yeah. you know what they're like. I like V8. I yeah. like petrol. This is the car I'm going to buy. But I mean, because I, I think... Like, when I've been to America, there is a lot of Corvettes around. And I mean, this is a Corvette that can challenge supercars. So it's like, you, you know when the uh, Nissan GTR came out and it was ridiculous, but for a cheaper price? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sold crazy. That was a record breaker. I think mm. this may follow the same path. I reckon as well, because, you, like you say, most Americans drive Chevrolet. They'd just part X their old Chevrolet for the brand new one, <laughs> wouldn't they? <laughs> <Trade> <laughs> I was going to say, trade in for the brand new Chevrolet. It'd be perfect. It's because, like, the, um, the shape of it, like, because when I seen about about this new it's a Corvette yes it is yeah Corvette uh, yeah. when I'd um, seen about it and read into it because I thought it looks interesting I wonder why they haven't done like the typical like what you would expect from a Corvette like a front engine kind of thing and it turns out that uh, General Motors in the US ended up saying we've uh, we'd reached the uh, maximum potential that we could have got with the mounting the engine at the, front. the front yeah so decided yeah let's put it in the back and go faster <laughs> i didn't forget to mention that yeah it's mid-engined isn't it is it mid-engined yeah i presume so yeah oh god which i mean i have corvette done that before nope. no i like to say, i think they've all been they've all front been engine, front engine rear wheel drive like most things in america are front engine rear wheel drive rear wheel drive rear wheel drive, yeah. rear -wheel drive. Yeah. the back of it kind of gives me like a alpha 4c vibes it does. Yeah, yes, yeah. it does, doesn't it? No, it's nice, though. It does have a lovely rear end. <laughs> <laughs> what a statement. That was a lovely rear end. <laughs> what a statement to just come out with. <laughs> oh. Right, so now the next section is car debate. Like we say, we're going to put up 2010 hot hatchbacks, and each of us are going to go through the specs of our cars, what they have, and then we're going to have a little debate work out which is the best and one. we're, we're going to try and come to a decision about what's best and come to a conclusion but we're very I know Jack's a Renault fanboy uh, not a complete Renault fanboy but there are the Renault Clio what is it V6 the Clio V6 Clio V6 no you, one can argue that is it's a, it's exactly a, it's a nice it's a car, beautiful car but A45 AMG yeah, they can't even be compared. They're in two <laughs> different leagues. I mean, not not in the speed, but just the Clio V6. It's a classic. It's it's just like I let you off. It's, 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 a, it's a nice it's car. It's got the engine in the back for God's sake. It's a Clio. <laughs> it came from the factory like that. Oh, for saying that, you are the person who likes what was it? That Fiat? What was it? That ugly one? Renault Five Turbo. No, it was the uh, Fiat you saw on Instagram. That bubble shaped one. You said it had like a smile on its face. Oh no, the. Uh, Renault, Renault Twingo, Twingo. Oh, is that what it is? It's just a happy car. <laughs> You're such a Renault fanboy. <laughs> I'm not a Renault fanboy. You are. <laughs> I just think the Mark One Twingo's a fun car. It's, it's an ugly car. It looks it's like the, it looks like the Chinky Cento from the Inbetweeners. <laughs> if you knocked the door of it and replaced it with a red one, it would be. <laughs> I just want to reinforce that the car debate is about the cars that we've researched, not about me being a Renault fanboy. <laughs> 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 you say we have got sort of off topic there. Two car debates for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Two for one deal. I'll try go for it. I will start. Like I say, I've chosen the VW Golf GTI Mark V. Come out the factory with a 1.4 petrol and a 2.2-litre uh, diesel. Uh, when you brand new buying one, it costs you just under 20 grand to get one. 
and then the selling price now has gone to about five grand if you've got a decent one, low mileage, not rusted out. Five grand, you say? Five grand. Five, five grand for a speed you're getting as well, because mm-hmm. this is top 197 brake horsepower, zero to 60 in less than 10 seconds, so you can't really complain too much at it. And considering most less cars... Less than 10 seconds. <laughs> are they afraid to tell us how much? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they want to disclose the full amount, because it'd probably be something like 9.8. Just sounds better if you put less than ten. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, when you buy one of these, you normally get in your normal aircon. You uh, these also have, uh, like I say, a six-speed manual. And if you wanted to get the automatic, you get the awesome DSG gearbox. Where yeah, the, yeah. The, the awesome bo- and automatic in the same sentence. To be fair, the DSG gearbox is like a performance. It's yeah. really yeah. Like people have had the the any sort of golf with the DSG gearbox when you're going down the motorway you know when you normally get the over rev with mm. a uh, automatic where it just like revs out and then switches this picks the optimum and then changes as if you was actually racing with a manual so DSG gearbox better than any the uh, Renault and uh, also on this I think it was with the R32 or the normal GTR or something I think the Polo GTR I'm not too sure Somewhere around there. One of them was 15 mil lower. They lowered the suspension just to give it a little bit more performance on the car. And uh, yeah, it got a cruise control, Xenon headlights, sat nav. Yeah, it's just all round. Really good car. Solid car. Solid car for you. I like that you picked a picture where it's got a bit of missing bodywork. That's right, because taped half the drive. Yeah, you've got, you've got to push the Go limits on, with the car. Come oh, on. Yeah. What have you chosen then, Jared? I've chosen the. Um, Mini Cooper S. I just see hairdresser car when I see it. I don't know if that's just me. He <laughs> looks Cooper it, but like. Oh, he's coming in with. Oh, he's system. got some facts. It now. looks it, but you he's got a V10. <laughs> <laughs> a V10 Mini. You're being right. a bit modest there. V12 at least. <laughs> no, 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 W16. <laughs> so like, Rather yeah, from a uh, <laughs> from um. Yeah, from factory, uh, 181 horsepower from a 1.6 litre turbo. Um, from for second annual, for depending where you look at, you're looking between about two or three grand for a decent one, I'd mm-hmm. say. How much do you say? What was this brake horse? 181. 181. So for around two grand more, you get about what is it, 16 more brake horsepower? Ooh, Sounds like an absolute win to me. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, VW's already downmarked somewhere. <laughs> What's it doing? Oh. Yeah, but like um, anything to push the car. For not to see sixteen, I'm like, you're on about your like your golf and like oh you get sixteen horsepower more. Yeah, but at least that they can give a set time of it can do not sixteen six point two seconds, <laughs> not around ten, <laughs> less than ten. Why be specific? There's no need to be. It's a hot hatchback. Well, I would accept. You would get ex- to sixty when you get to sixty. Okay, no complaints. I think it's more from Germans. <laughs> He's got a very good point now. I mean, if there was Italians, you could sort of get away with it. Yeah. But the Germans, a bit more efficient. Come on. Yeah, but stuff that comes with it is like. All in all, it's just what you'd expect. Bluetooth, USB, iPod adapter, smartphone integration if you wanted it. And well, it's just all option it, optional extras. But then the stuff that actually comes with it is just speakers, aux, antenna and radio, really. It's a really 
pushing technology, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> I just there's one thing I hate about all the Mini Coopers. Stupid dials. Like, what was someone thinking? Do you know what we need to do with the dials for the speedo and everything? Put a massive one, probably about the size of a f- clock, right in the middle of the dash. Yeah, but the thing is, though, you don't need to look at your speed <laughs> until you're scared. <laughs> Are you ever going to get scared in a Mini Cooper oh. <laughs> Someone could. One thing I didn't realise till very All recently. All you need is revs. Because Purely because I hadn't been in a Mini, is that as well as the middle one, they also have an electronic one above the steering wheel. I always thought people just had to look in the middle at the, the big one. Yeah, <laughs> just going along. Yep, give me a second. <laughs> what speed am I doing? Is, am I doing 13 or 30? By the time you look down, you've about killed four I children. <laughs> I did find it quite comical though because <laughs> the speedo is so big and to fit like obviously it's just a to fit it in they've had to just there's quite a big space between each of the miles per hour so you're you're literally watching it slowly go up and down <laughs> and with that 16 brake horsepower less definitely slowly <laughs> says the 0 to 60 in somewhere under 10 you don't need to know. You can time it yourself. <laughs> I bet you. Like you want level. to know your brake horsepower. You don't need to know you're not to sixty. Right, so, Jack. The car I have, the Renault Clio RS. Surprise, surprise, a Renault. <laughs> so, so, I mean, when they were new, they're about fifteen to twenty-one thousand, but now you can pick them up from three and a half for one with you know. A, couple of miles a little bit uh, what are you saying 100k miles and the seal's all rusted out you can't check it up anymore if you want a nice second hand one you might have to fork out about nine grand (laughs) nine grand for a decent second hand no not for a decent one for a nice one you could get a nice one for about (laughs) what's nice just under 100k miles but it's just a solid car I think it might be you know a bit of a classic that's why the, the values you know it's not doing too shabby you'd say that about any Renault brake horsepower 203 ah exactly you're all fine <laughs> I'm sure Fair the enough. extra little cuff will do something the 6 brake horsepower <laughs> you even notice it 0 to 60 in 6.9 seconds what Jared's trumped me here 6.2, 6.2. however <laughs> it's not well, it is less than 10, but, you know, they actually <laughs> felt they would tell us. They, they tell us the actual 0 to 60 <laughs> speed. Uh, and top speed of 138 miles an hour. Bloody Yeah, it's two litre four-cylinder. And I'm not going to lie, looking at the pictures that they released for the interior... Has it got Recaro's as standard? Yep, yeah. Renault Sport Recaro's, which looks... They look beautiful. They look comfy the fabric, but they look good. The... Actual whole dash. I think the the wheels are a did bit bulky. Se- did they have a seizure when they got to it? It was like, <laughs> let's make these really nice seats and then oh dash. Yeah, the wheels are a bit bulky. The dash is nothing special. And it doesn't get me the spoiler. And what what I like is it's got the racing stripe on the top of the steering wheel. You know where you got the wheels pointing straight. Yeah. But it's on such a bulky steering wheel, like an ugly steering wheel. It does not look in place at all. <laughs> so I just still want to know what they were what they were on like on any model going up to 2010 why does it have indicator stubs <laughs> why can't it have a stalk like a normal car I am something that's sticking out to me is that the, not uh, the indicator <laughs> not no, the, <laughs> the uh the beans gauge the beans, the beans gauge, gauge. <laughs> is uh 
It's very sporty. <laughs> it's very yellow. yellow. Red and <laughs> sticks out. I feel I, like they haven't made the speed one yellow though. I don't know have, if that's have they made it yellow just because it's like amber warnings. Like you're getting a bit too close, you might shake your car to bits. <laughs> and then when it gets red, you're like, you've done it now, mate. No, I think I think it's yellow. So like, if someone ha- go away, fine. Yeah. If someone happens, let's say, have like ADD or something. Driving along, and they just get focused on the revs. Like, look at me, I'm doing all these roads, but they're doing like 60. You had, what, you had one job to turn your phone off, and you leave it on. For God's sake, my man, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, but like I say, I just still think all that amber is you're shaking your car to bits. Stop, stop, please. We're like an amber weather warning. <laughs> okay, so a hard debate over the Clio wins. <laughs> <laughs> when did the Clio win? All it's okay, got, let's go back. All it's got is six extra brake okay, horsepower, okay. and that's about it. Brake horsepower. It also what comes with on? baguettes. Uh, 197. Before we debate. 197. 181. 203. Clio wins that top trumps. Not 60. 6.2 Sub 10 at some <laughs> point I'm less than 10 of less than 10 <laughs> Okay, Jared takes that one. Oh, bells and whistles I've got cruise control Sports seats Renault Sport like body panels A little bit of a wide body Tinted windows Something okay with I've got aircon A 6 speed manual And a DSG gearbox Depending on your choice Whether you want manual or automatic um, the suspension's lower on it, by 15 millimeters. Okay, you win. You don't have to. Cruise control, Xenon lights, sat nav, orcs. Do you want me to keep listing the stuff? I actually okay, think for okay. my for my choice, were, like the only thing I didn't list is it comes as standard is aircon. All it has is radio. <laughs> it has radio. <laughs> it's like, but can we also just say that the uh, VW looks a lot better on the inside than the Renault and the, the VW? I would say has the best interior. I was gonna say because yeah. Renault just sort of. Forgot what an interior is meant to look like. And and they got, they like got the nice seats. And they got they the seats right. Threw up on the dash. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mini just sort of said, "You know what? You need to see what speed you're doing. You'll have it right in the middle of your dash in a big screen." And I'm pretty it's sure it's for the passengers. It's for the passengers. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Mini interior. I mean, is it anything special compared to any other Mini? No, I don't think it's, it's more the fact that it's that 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 just differently. <laughs> 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 Know you mean you got your yellow stripes everywhere and then you got nothing if else <laughs> tomorrow you had to have a, one of the cars and you would have to keep it for five years what would you take clear rs really yeah why are you abandoning your mini like that well no <laughs> honestly what would you take it, for five years for five and then it, we'll do and then we'll do one year because i think that's very different right because of the dash like this if the, if that didn't have the dash <laughs> like that he looks how could you get in your car and look at that every day i'd be ashamed to be in a car park and someone looks in on my car i'd be like i'm sorry but no, just because of that i'm gonna have to go with the vw because the mini is just out of the question it's <laughs> if this had a better dash because it's got the recaro renault sport seats i would have that but since it's dash easy to vw for five years I'm not gonna lie, I'd go VW. Would I you? think long run, I think VW's a good car. However, for one year, hundred percent the Clio. Clio would be so fun. To be fair, for one year, because I've only got to drive around for one year, I'd also go with the Renault. And yeah, if, I'd, I'd say like, tell you obviously, what. Obviously, for like five years, I'd like, I'd I'd decide on the Clio because. I just quite like it, to T- be honest. T- <laughs> Tell you what I'd do. I'll, I'll but, get the clear and then I'll just rip out the dash. <laughs> you don't have to look at it anymore. But for one year, I, I would 
I would probably go with the Cooper S just to see why people did like them. Because they're, like <laughs> they're hairdressers and they need to get to their clients quickly. And that's about it. I can see some decent ones around with my 20 year olds. Probably gay. Ooh, that's a bit harsh. Well, they're gays and innocent. You're all accepted. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, now, exterior. Exterior. What one looks the best? Can we go back and have a quick I'm look s- at it? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but the uh, the golf... The, I like the look of golf compared to the rest of them. I'm gonna have to wipe it out of the question. Really? I like yeah. it. I like it in general, but compared to the mini and the Renault, you 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 honestly telling me that that mini looks nice to you? Yeah. You are taking the mic, right? From the outside, I like the look of the. You mic. are taking the piss. Jeremy, you think that looks nice? It, what, I wouldn't say that's... What I don't know, I like, like the clear What I'm well. thinking is, like, they all, like, all of them look nice in their own yeah, way. The I one like thing, the golf. Don't the get me wrong. That, I like the golf. that sort of turns me away from the looks-wise of the golf is the wheels. Yeah. Like, the actual, bod- the actual shape right, of the body so is nice, but right. the wheels just, like... So, it, what, the minute you, you buy the car, someone unbolts the wheels for you, you could get whatever wheels, you, comes, whatever, whatever wheels you want. Okay, well, give mine a V10, put a spoiler <laughs> on it, take it, put a new dashboard on it, and then, yeah, it'll be at the top, but <laughs> come on. That's what it comes with. Okay, yeah, I'll let you have that one. <laughs> but, um, but I like the look of the Mini. Do you not, do you not like it? I honestly think it looks shit. Like, all Minis, in my opinion, because they all look similar, they just look ugly. They look boxy. And To be fair, though, I am a massive fan of the classic Austin Mini. Didn't know yeah. The original, not this revamp pile what, of shit. What I'm, oh. <laughs> what I'm feeling is like I know it always it seems I'm going to get this car I I picked, but I do have to say I like the shape of the Clio. Really? Go to the Clio. Okay, but also, like it's just got that wide look to it. That's just sort of like kill me. Look, the front. I mean, I'm the front's nah. it's mediocre at best. The wheels are the... uh, nice. The really? back's what but makes the it back. Nice. I'll give you that. The back looks really nice. And it's nice. got the wide fenders with the little bit of air on the inside. It's got a really nice diffuser, dual exhaust. I think the back looks uh, Honestly, very nice. it is the best looking rear end out of all the three that we've seen. And you two would only see the back of it because it's too far. Oh. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what my 0 to 60 speed is. So slow. <sighs> wow. <laughs> how, many, how many seconds somewhere near 10 somewhere around 10 if you feel like it but you know nah but I just don't know I think the front just weighs the Clio down too much that in looks wise do you reckon I just okay. the, the back honestly really good the yeah. front it just it's like they forgot about it they, they're like tell you what, we're going to make a really nice rear end nice diffuser two exhaust tips wide fenders and everything and then there's like oh we've got to do the front of the car mm. oh yeah um just take any normal Renault and just put it on the front please yeah do, <laughs> just do, just do that okay so let's let's set some some topics so looks wise vote on what you think's best vote on the golf uh what what uh, the, which one looks the best what are we just saying which one we think looks the best yeah. uh VW clear clear so that's that's one for the clear. <laughs> See, I just like the shape of the uh, yeah, VW the as well. But the front of the Clio. I, if I was to do top three, it would go Clio, Golf, Mini. Can we but all? I like. Can we all agree on mini. one thing though? Reliability. The Mini. <laughs> no one likes I it. Don't, uh, I 
kind of like it. Oh my! I like it. God. And they, okay, and they reliability. Work. You've won. Yeah. The golf's won. It's Volkswagen. Apart from when what was it Fox? No, don't worry. I'll just just keep your win. I'm just trying to think. Did any of their cars explode? No, that's all right. It's German. <laughs> okay. Performance. Might, might not pass emissions tests, but you know it's right. Okay. No, we need to come <laughs> to a conclusion. What's the best car? Volkswagen. Jared? So I've got to go Clio. <laughs> oh, we swayed away. Like I like the I like the Mini and like obviously like I think in the past like um didn't like it enough. My, to vote like up my, on my any uh, of the things. Did well, you? Since I'd, it's more because I know that it's a nice hatchback. It's a good hatchback. I've been in one where like in the past my dad's owned the two thousand six model, so it's relatively same to the two thousand ten. But it's just. Like to me, it's like it just works. It's not sort of like special about anything. It just sort of works, and doesn't sort of and does ex- it well. It does it too well that you can't sort of enjoy it. What's this we're talking about? Okay, completely tuned out. I'm sitting here like I completely forgot what we're talking about now. Oh, One thing I would like to say. So you went with the golf. Golf. You went with the Clio. Yep. Curveball. I think. If I had to choose one to be the best car... No, you're not going to say what I think you're about to say. I might have to say the Golf. Oh, I thought, I thought when you said curveball, I was like, I'm, he's not going to say Mini, I'm is sorry, he? I'm sorry, but I've, maybe it's because I've grown up around VWs, but the interior is nice, they're comfortable. They're so reliable. They're, all the technology's there. That It is fast. It's going to be... I mean, there's to be fair, I guarantee I'm, if you drag race these three... I reckon it'd be There's quite close. Much in it. I reckon it'd be quite close if you did a quarter mile drag race. hundred percent, I think. Renault, uh, Mini, Volkswagen. If you want to just reach yeah. out to us, you know. Not with an old car. <laughs> I don't if care. Anybody, if someone owns any of these, yeah. find an airfield and tell us. <laughs> find an That's fine. People let us drive on it, wouldn't yeah. they? I'm gonna go with the Golf. Good lad. Good because lad. I think if I had to buy one tomorrow, I think I would have to. I would. Have Invest my money in the golf. Is it cheaper cars-wise? It's cheaper it than... Looks, it's, it, it looks... Not, I like the looks. It's not the cheapest. His was the cheapest, the Mini. Yeah, it was cheaper than the Renault, though, the wasn't Mini's it? The Mini's cheap for a reason. Because <laughs> it's <yeah>. clapped. <laughs> it's clapped. Let's just say it how it is. Okay, so the Golf has won the car debate. To be that fair, I didn't think so I was going to win that for a minute. I was like, oh, they're, they're, both, they're both strongly back in the Clio here. I, oh, God. I like the Clio. But I think if I had to buy one tomorrow, I would spend money. See, on I'm, I'm quite swayed yeah. on all the new golfs as well. I like like the Golf R, the go- the new Golf GTIs. Like, even see, GT, I, see, out of like the new Volkswagens, like, I quite like the um, Sirocco, Scirocco. Oh, I do like the Sirocco's as well. Oh, they, everyone says, oh, they look flat at the back. They look really fat and ugly. I was like, I kind of like it. Yeah, like, there's like, something about it. They do look really good. One car that I love from VW the polo gti and mm. i saw a polo r and I'm, i would happily buy one i think they look incredible uh they're just nice cars in general but i think we'll come to the conclusion i think that's all for the uh very for first the car episode debate. the car debate and the very first episode i think isn't it should we do a little a little sign off as it's the first episode i think we'll take this last bit to just kind of introduce and talk a bit about the podcast so I'd like to start off by saying that, I mean, I think we have big plans for this podcast. We're going to try and upload once a week for, well, I mean, forever. For the f- foreseeable yeah, future. Yeah, for the foreseeable point. future yeah. we're going to be going through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Topics-wise, like today we did new cars, car debate, and general car news. 
in the future we're going to have racing yeah like, we'll be talking about motorsport. any any motorsports um what was the other topic we were just thinking about um, oh yeah uh, crashes and fails that we find on youtube as well any recent ones any old ones like anything we find yeah yeah and yeah. Uh, one thing i don't think we mentioned when we was going through the social medias and everything we do have a YouTube channel. That's why we were saying audio and video listeners. So yeah. if you want to find that on YouTube, it is Car Week Podcast, isn't it? Yep, Car Week Podcast. Gonna... And it will have the complete podcast on it with a video of us sitting in the studio. and uh, Studio the shed. <laughs> and um, <laughs> all good things start in a shed. Oh, all good British things start in a shed. Does, it, does it work? That's all I'll say. Does it work? Swimmingly. Yes. And on the video podcast... For the topics we're talking about, uh, we're gonna display the pictures and like what we're seeing on our screen on there, so you can kind of link in with what we're doing. And also times. on the YouTube channel, in the video description, there'll also be links to the social medias, the Instagrams, yeah. the Twitter, anything that we feel like we can links to that yeah. we mentioned in the video. And also the um, Twitter and the Instagram will be doing updates on. What will be going on in the podcast? When the podcast will be uploaded? Like behind the scenes of us filming the podcast. Yeah. So any updates or and anything going on will be on Instagram and Twitter. I mean, outside of the podcast, we all get up to a lot of general car shenanigans. So I think we'll be putting a lot of that on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Us messing yeah. about our own car shenanigans, <laughs> trying to get a nineties uh, box micro to work. Uh, it works. <laughs> it works. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Oh, actually, that's a good thing we should say. Currently, what car do you own, Connor? I own a uh, 2015 Ford Fiesta ZTEC S, ST line, red edition. Jared currently does not yeah, own a car. I currently However, don't own he is car. shopping for one. Yeah. So that will update as the podcast Because he's minted, on. we keep telling him to buy a C63 AMG. <laughs> that is a lie. And if you <laughs> check the Instagram, maybe we'll do a little uh, little segment about Jared buying his first car. And uh, Jack, what is your car you've got? So I own a 2006 Ford Fiesta ZTEC Climate. <laughs> it does the job. It's a perfect Does it get you to car. point A to point B? It gets me to point A to point B comfortably. And I think it doesn't look too shabby either. I mean, really? yours, look, yours looks a lot better than my, my old first car. Oh. Had that little spoiler on the back. Yeah. And oh, mine was spoiler where it was a five door. Oh, mine was a five door, wasn't it? It was a pile yeah. of <laughs> to be fair, I did rag the f out of that car. You were hanging to bits at the end of it, but you know. But I also own a 1996 1.3 liter micro. That's what we were talking about, car. micro, when I said 90 box. It's it's in the process. It's nearly MOT'd. I, I'll put some of that on the nearly. Instagram, actually. Oh, yeah, plug, your, plug, your, uh, plug your... Um, oh, yeah, so yeah. if you want to follow the build... On screen, it will be on there for the listeners. It's at K11 underscore project. So if you want to follow the build or anything, but I'll be putting some shenanigans of maybe like once it gets road legal, taking it to his MOT. We'll put that on the uh, Car Week podcast Instagram. I think first you got to fill out the massive craters of rust holes you got. They're surprisingly duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I need four new tyres and I need to wire the horn on, and then we'll be close. But you also, oh, you yeah. race. I race. I do a form of motorsport called autograss. It's basically, um, we race on a dirt oval, quarter mile oval, standing starts, eight car grids, various classes. And I also race a micro, but not the K11 like him. I race a K10 micro, uh, all fitted out for grass racing. So custom suspension, custom inlet setups, uh, engines been built up to the uh, limits of the rule book. 
And uh, yes, we've got roll cage in it, everything you need for off-road racing. And if you want to check autograph racing out in your local area, because we do it uh, countrywide, just look up NASA Autograph. You can find your local clubs or anything. Is that NASA? Yeah, NASA Autograph. Otherwise, you get taken to NASA, the space station. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> isn't quite what you're doing. Not quite the same. It's a good family sport. There's events held all across the country, also in Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. Yeah, it's just a good fun day out to go watch maybe next race connor does he might have to do a little instagram takeover and show his Ooh. experience at one, one of his to. races might have to that might be something interesting well, we'll find out won't we? but yeah no this is our first episode we're just getting to grips we're learning yeah let uh, us know how everything went yes a lot of constructive criticism just criticize the hell out of us you, you say yeah. constructive there'll be nothing constructive uh, <laughs> but, but if you actually have any advice just tell us what can oh, be done even better if you just have an opinion i want to hear <laughs> just <laughs> even we want to know just, anything at just fire yeah pretty much far yeah. away so i know um, like let's have a little reflection i think first episode i think one thing i think we may need to do more is to uh, explain a lot more what's on screen for audio oh listeners. yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah i listen to probably a good 70 percent of my podcasts on audio when i'm driving when i'm working or something so yeah it's just good to have on in the background yeah. so i think that's something we're going to improve on i mean apart from that i think i think this just is a general yeah it'll think... get better as time goes on yeah yeah the studio's done the job the studio is a garden shed <laughs> it does the job oh yeah for, for the audio listeners uh, it is a garden shed. Uh, uh, if you live in the UK, it's been very hot lately. Uh, the week of the 26th. It's the 26th today. So of July. This week. It was the hottest uh, day in July. Was it actually ever, the hottest on record? Hottest day in July ever. Oh, right, okay. So we are sweating in the shed. But it's got sound deadening. It's got lighting. It's got a monitor. It's got mics. It's, it's got, got everything, everything we need, need for a podcast. For a podcast. But I think that is as good a place as any to end it. We will yeah. see you yeah, next so, week. Hang on, make sure you uh, rate the podcast oh, yeah, on, on whatever platform you're on. Apple, iTunes, iTunes anything. Um, Spotify. Comment, like we said, give us any criticism. And yeah, subscribe. It really helps us grow and all that. Yeah. And if you could tell your friends, put on Twitter or anything. Just People are into cars. We're, we're just trying to get exposure and just trying to grow at this point. And like we said, yeah. it'll get better as time goes on. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for listening. Thank you for watching and whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been Connor. I'm Jared. I'm Jack, and yeah, I hope to see you again. Yeah, soon. hope to see you again. Bye. Yeah, thank you.